2: Hey, welcome back to Country and Cold Cans. I'm Logan, sitting here with Andy, Kyle, and this week, Classic Rock Carter. Make sure you go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go on over to uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars a great review. Make sure you smash, subscribe, and follow on that as well. We are available almost everywhere where podcasts are available. Also, check out the website, countrycoldcans.com. Get yourself an awesome trucker hat or a rope hat. They're in the style of Richardson 112 and Richardson 113. We'll be having some deals running for you this Christmas. So that's countrycoldcans.com. All right, Carter, you're back. Glad to be back. Well, you're back.
3: In black, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to I had, uh, push my way back onto the podcast after being exiled for so long.
2: Yeah, it has been a little while since you've been on.
3: Yeah, you know, life.
2: You're a wearing a Asia Wolfpack shirt stuff. today. You normally, I thought you like severed ties with your undergrad alma mater and became a, ma- a mountain cat or whatever y'all are. No I ain't
3: severed ties With the Wolfpack I'm Wolfpack for life Brother (laughs) Nah I was a Catamount That's what it is Catamount I still am a Catamount But
2: uh, You know this is only an hour long I podcast, Carter. We don't have time for you to talk about your thesis. I wasn't involved <laughs> as much.
3: I wasn't involved as much in campus life up at uh Western Carolina as I was yeah. at NC State. So
2: Which is fair. I mean it was grad school versus undergrad, so it makes sense. But uh um, Carter
0: was out there lurking, like those videos on old uh 50 years where it's like an old man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what do you mean it was lurking? He's still lurking.
0: Yeah, he still is lurking.
2: But uh, no, nah, it's good to have you back, uh classic rock. All right, so quick question for all you guys. Have you guys had any, tried any new beers lately? Kyle, I know you kind of have a whole wall of beer.
0: Uh, yes. I just tried. It's very good.
2: While Kyle was searching his beer wall, I had a um, four-pack of a beer uh, this past weekend that I hadn't had in a while. Uh, they have it at a little bottle shop in uh, Raleigh. It's a Wilmington Brewing Company in Wilmington, North Carolina beer called it's IPA called Tropical Lightning. Call mm-hmm. If you, you're gonna have to try one of those, uh, if you ever make it this way to the city of Oaks, yeah, I'll
0: be interested. Yeah, yeah, it's a good I beer. Just, I just had the Hop Avenger, The Hop Voodoo. Avenger, who oh, made yeah, Voodoo Ranger? Yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's not that, uh, was it the imperial IPA I was telling you about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, those, uh, those, those will sneak, sneak up, up, up on, on you <laughs> in a heartbeat, very quickly.
2: Yeah, I think Andy has a uh, an experience with those when he was doing paperwork one time.
4: Yep, they'll make you not do math in a hurry. <laughs> Basic they, math. They almost
0: made me not be able to cook food on a grill. So that was that was. Just, yeah, that was
4: Two plus two equals. I need to stop. Two
2: plus two equals. I need another beer.
0: <laughs> Mine was. Are those coals gray or still black? Can't tell.
2: <laughs> Wait, <laughs> it's not even on fire. Yeah. It's not even lit
0: anymore. <laughs> Squ- this is a
4: gas grill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I was uh, stumbled on in the house. Hey, I'm I'm quite drunk, <laughs> and I don't know what happened. <laughs>
2: now the qu- real question is i wonder who is i, w- I know that carter doesn't drink beer so the real question is who carter uh, kyle do you think has had a taste of an alcoholic beverage more recently classic Rock carter or andy that's a good question because honestly back in the day it would have easily been andy <laughs> these days not so much
0: well i know i did make carter Drink that one beer last time it was at my house. So I'm going oh, with wow. Carter.
3: I'm going with Carter. Yeah, that, that was the last time I drank something. So uh, I told Wait, him he, was, you. You was were was there. After Andy? James no, you were
0: oh, there no,
4: last time? This not was, the time? Before?
0: This was probably around Thanksgiving, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. So yeah. Carter
4: uh, has gotten you beat, Carter. Andy. Yeah. Carter.
0: He didn't drink the whole thing,
3: but he did take a sip. Yeah, it was whatever that pumpkin beer was we reviewed for the podcast.
4: I was yeah, there that, for that. That was like. No, this wasn't bad. a. Was it was it the pumpkin bear? That thing was terrible. Yeah, it was horrendous. Carter, was
2: that the time Andy was there or the time he was not there? I don't
4: remember any other one. I
3: don't remember any other one. Oh, so uh, it looks like y'all might be tied. Then after then. Andy was
2: yeah, there. He he might,
4: might, be yeah, might be tied. yeah. Me and Carter post-ported down the drain. <laughs> that <laughs> thing was, was terrible.
2: It was really bad. It wasn't good. But, yeah, Anyways. All right, so I was watching Yellowstone last night. Not going to give anything away because I know Kyle hasn't. Um, he's m- much, much further behind than me and Andy are. But they did open the show. It seems like Tim McGraw has re-recorded his 2001 hit, uh, "The Cowboy and Me," and when he kind of yeah, that was
4: coming, it's, I it's saw it on lit. Spotify. Yeah,
2: I, I saw it too. I listened to it beforehand, but I, I didn't know they were going to open the show with it. But it was a much more stripped back, less slick kind of version of the original song. Andy, you said you had some thoughts on it, so
4: in the show i really wish they didn't play the entire song it was i didn't think it was that great of a redo i thought the first version was a lot better and there was absolutely no need to waste i'm assuming about three minutes and 29 seconds of my life listening to that show or listening to that song start the show
2: i will say that i do prefer the original version better too um i i don't I don't think I'm as harsh on the new one as you are. It's much more stripped back and like acoustic sounding than the the other one was a lot slicker. And, um, yeah, it sounded much more 2001 mainstream country, but it was a it was a banger of a song. I mean, for that matter, look, 90, late 90s to early 2000s, Tim McGraw uh, had some bangers. I it was, was
0: almost it was almost can't miss.
2: Yeah. Back then he was like mostly really good. I mean, a lot of it was kind of like adult contemporary ish. Style country music, but it was still some because I mean, this was pre uh, Truck, yeah, to McGraw and looking for that girl, that girl. So, those are two swings and misses. Oh, dear, yeah, harder remembers looking for that girl.
3: Oh, god, that's a terrible song.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was fine. I've mean, been I, I watching Yellowstone, but I did listen to it when it popped up in my feed. Um, and it's hard to beat the original, so um, I mean, it's
2: just, yeah, I mean, it's like it. We all are like this with a lot of the songs we listen to, though. When somebody either redoes something or somebody covers it, it's typically the one you hear first is the one you kind of latch on to.
4: So, mm-hmm. but it wasn't bad. I feel, like, I feel like they only did it for the show, too, It's the only reason. 100% they did. It. I think
2: it's even on Spotify. It's called like the Yellowstone yeah. version, isn't it? I thought so, it was yes.
4: kind of unnecessary.
2: Yeah. But like I said, that was a good song. Looking for that girl and truck. Yeah, we're awful songs. So that kind of leads us into uh, this this first, we're, over the next couple weeks, we're going to be doling out some country and coal cans, accolades, awards, if you will. Some good, some bad. We're only doing two this week. So this week, we're going to be doing a uh, worst song of the year, in our opinion, and a, our favorite album of the year. And this is all kind of like collab picks. We may all have one honorable mention personally each, but we've all kind of like put it to a vote. And by we, I don't mean classic rock Carter because it's not classic rock, but the rest of me andy and kyle all kind of like collabed on this for our favorite album of the year and uh what we consider to be the worst song of the year the reason we don't have worst album of the year is because we don't want to sit there and have to listen to really shitty albums for that much to be able to ha- put this that much effort into uh <laughs> worst album of the year so we just went with worst song all right the worst out al- worst song of the year let's start with that and this is a god-awful song and if you have been alive and breathing and you have access to the internet or television, there's no way that you have not heard this song yet. It is by one of the worst defenders in mainstream country music and using the word country very, very loosely. It is Fancy Like by Walker Hayes. God knows you cannot turn on the TV, be on the internet, be on social media without running into this atrocity uh, on the ears. So. Yeah. open up the floor if anybody has any thoughts because we do have a little special treat with Classic Rock Carter here we're bringing back our favorite Classic Rock Carter segment where he uh, deadpan reads some lyrics to shitty pop country songs and
4: I think we should uh, start with the dramatic reading start with the reading I think we should start with, with it Here, here, do it alright uh, are we starting from the beginning oh yes oh
2: that's right, only right. right, the only place to start. start from the beginning just so everyone knows this is fancy like by classic rock Carter. Or actually fancy <clears> like <throat> by Walker Hayes and the stylings
3: of classic Rock Carter. A. Hey, my girl is banging. She's so low maintenance. Don't need no champagne poppin' entertainment. Take her to Wendy's. Can't keep her off me. She wanna dip me like them fries in her frosty. <laughs> Which, by the way, is disgusting. And whoever does that, it, that's a defacement in the face of God. Wait,
2: wait. <laughs> what, is, what is disgusting? Dipping a fry in a frosty or him yes. dipping We're himself both. in her? Yeah. B- both.
0: <laughs> Carter, what, just, just curious. What do you think that means, dipping himself in her frosty?
3: Please expand upon that, Classic Rock. Well, um, judging by my understanding of the human anatomy, it probably means that she wants his penis in her <laughs> vagina.
0: Ah, okay. Okay. Interesting.
3: Yes. Um, but, but that's just my understanding of it. It could um, mean something entirely different. I'm not hip with the kids. Carter's, Carter's like, follow the science. Follow the science. Now let's continue. But every now and then, when I get paid, I got to spoil my baby with an upgrade. A. 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 A.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Got that bourbon street steak with the Oreo shake. Get some whipped cream on the top, too. Two straws, one check. Girl, I got you. Bougie like Natty in the Styrofoam. Squeak squeaking in the truck bed all the way home. while
1: he's driving
4: yes
2: is that like the second sex reference they've had in this song
4: wait Uh, but how are you doing that on the way home while driving in the truck bed
3: yeah it doesn't make sense They got somebody else driving them while they have sex in the trunk bed apparently that's that is responsible that's weird
4: better than drunk driving
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, true True. some Alabama jamma she my Dixieland delight how how dare he bring Alabama into this A that's how we do how we do
1: fancy like O. Oh. Fancy like O. Oh. Fancy like O. Oh. <laughs> fancy like O.
3: Fancy like O. At first it was A. Now it's O. Now it's now it's O. Do we are we're gonna get the other vowels? Let's, let's find out.
1: Uh uh. Don't need no Tesla. Don't need no Tesla. To impress her, to impress her, my girl is
3: happy rolling on a Vespa. There she go. <laughs> All right, now, no question here. How many rednecks have Vespas? I don't even know what a Vespa is. I don't
4: it's,
2: a scoot, it's an electric scooter. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought it was. So is this like, he, he's not only talking about repping Wendy's and Applebee's, but now he's talking about Teslas and
3: Vespas. Also, how, how what kind of? I'm just trying to figure out what does he consider low maintenance and like the common person. I don't know many people that have Vespas that aren't rich people. Is he so out of touch that he thinks everybody has Vespas? <laughs> yeah. That, 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 that's a question for another time. Don't need no mansion. Ooh. To get romancing. Woo. She's super fine. Double wide. Slow dancing. Slow dancing. Did you just
4: call this girl fat?
3: That's what I was saying.
0: <laughs> I really don't appreciate the uh, degradation of women in the song. I know. It's very objective. It's it is. Uh, yes. I can't it's, believe it's, it. This is 2021. Gentlemen. You know,
2: if they, if you really want to have a song about, having, like, uh, about how awesome your girl is and how, um, you know, she doesn't have to be super fancy and not be bougie. They already had a really good song and it's called Queen of My double Wide." So... This song's yeah. awful. Quitting my double eye, it's fantastic.
1: Yeah.
3: All right, uh, <laughs> that's the chorus again. And then we go into the last lines, which are, My new clean blue jeans without the holes in them. Country kisses on my lips without skull in them. Yeah,
1: she probably
3: <laughs> gonna be keeping some Victoria's secrets. Maybe a little Maybelline, but she don't need it. In the kitchen, light radio slows down. In the kitchen, light radio slows down. That's barely even English. Boxed wine and her updo goes down. Her what down? Her updo, where she puts her hair up. Oh, okay. She, she, she puts her hair down when they have sex. yippee Anyway, and then it's the <laughs> horse again.
0: Maybe, I, think, I think we know why. I, th- I don't think she wants to look at him.
3: No, apparently he doesn't. <laughs>
0: I was thinking
3: of more of a sheep. Okay, okay. But, uh, and then it's back to the chorus again. Hold on, uh, give us the
2: chorus one more time and then let's finish it out there because this is just nonsense. A,
3: yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a what date night. We That's right.
2: Night, Applebee's. <laughs> I, can't, I hate that. Them. I hate this song Urban so Street much, man. It's stuck in my head. The
3: Oreo shake. A, get some whipped cream on the top too. Gotta add that whipped cream. Yes, that's on the lyrics here. Two straws, one check. Girl, I got you. Bougie like Natty in the styrofoam. Styrofoam. Squeak squeaking in the truck bed. All the way home. All the way home. Some Alabama Jamma. She my Dixieland delight. Hey, that's how we do. How we do. Fancy like. And then I'd assume there's some ooze at the end of that there.
2: You know what the problem with this song is? One, it's, it's just awful everybody knows that but two it's it literally is not a song it's a jingle
3: it's 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 it's
2: it's a jingle that was sent to country radio and suddenly became a big hit and then now it's all over the applebee's commercial
3: it reminds me very much of um this this is this is very something that a lot of rock and a lot of uh modern pop songs have done for decades now and it's they make a song solely to be used in commercials like imagine dragons imagine dragons is very good at it um a lot of other like rock bands that you see today are really good at it they just make it back in the day right yeah you know pink (laughs) floyd was all over the commercials back in the 60s and 70s but uh carter's favorite band for reference to our listeners one of but uh it's it's just a nonsense song. You can tell he made this like with the intention of I know I'm gonna get that Applebee's sponsorship,
4: right? Why so at would least... Applebee's want to pick this up? It's basically talking about how trashy Applebee's is. Yeah, because
3: mm-hmm. they don't have to mention that. At least they're self aware.
1: If, uh, they, <laughs> if all they play- got to do.
3: All they got to do is take those first four lines from the chorus and you play just, those over and over and over again. And they're good.
0: You just cut it at fancy, like Applebee's on a date night. You just spin it. So, I mean, this, go ahead. I was going to say, does this song now take the mantle, not mantle, so so to speak? Does it now qualify as a sellout song?
2: Oh, absolutely. Uh, he was a sellout before this, but.
0: Uh, yeah, I, Yeah, I know, but. Does this
2: one take this the cake? This song is just as is about as authentic as Brian Kelly's accent when he went down to Baton Rouge and got introduced to Dallas. He's like, my family. <laughs> I, I was just waiting for him to be like, I do declare.
3: <laughs> now, now we do have to also take into account um, the main driving factor of why this song got so big. The thing that we as 27, 28-year-olds don't understand Icky Doc. TikTok. TikTok's TikTok. awful. Yeah. yeah, I I don't get it. Does it have I a know. dance with it? Yeah. Yes, he made a dance, oh, for, no. it. Made a dance for it. Made a dance for other people. And
2: that like boosted the, the streaming numbers because apparently like TikTok numbers get called uh, get counted in streams. And uh. it just became a huge viral sensation to the point that they made a com- Applebee's made a commercial of people sending in their TikTok dances of doing the Walker Hayes fancy like dance. Oh, and man. like we were uh I was telling the guys earlier, we a good friend of ours, put it on a Snapchat and I roasted him for it the other night. Oh, mm, well, thank goodness. Him and his girlfriend were at uh, Applebee's and he took the opportunity to say, we fancy light. And I was just like, come on, man, you're
4: better than that. Is it like an age thing. Like if everybody thinks of this song and thinks TikTok. when I hear this song, I think Reese Bobby getting thrown out of an Applebee's and Nights. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, look, Applebee's sucks to begin with. Like, And then this song is just representative of Applebee's. Applebee's is an awful establishment.
0: They do have dollar margaritas occasionally. No, the
2: LITs, uh, they're not real. We went there, me and my co-workers went there for my uh, 26th birthday, and... Drank like seven a piece, right? My boss says, Yeah, I'll, I'll pay for him. So we all get there. we drinking like seven piece. Nothing but a stomach ache waiting to happen because all the sugar. No alcohol in it.
4: You said that like a conspiracy theorist on Joe Rogan. They ain't real. <laughs> yeah,
2: this is because they're not. <laughs> this LITs are not real, man. Turn into frogs, gay. <laughs> <laughs> and we got Alex Jones on the podcast over there. <laughs> Oh, shit. But no, yeah, like, uh, yeah, but you're right. TikTok was a big reason for this song catching on, and TikTok that itself makes, is awful. That makes it even more insufferable that there's a dance to it.
4: How old is he? Sorry.
2: Walker Hayes? He's in his 30s. Yes. I it's, even more, even, yeah, it's even
4: more.
0: There's got to be a hard mark of demarcation for TikTok. I'm sorry. I'm going to sound like a geriatric person. Once you hit 25, I'm sorry. You, got, you can't be on TikTok.
2: I mean you'll be surprised how many people are on TikTok and, and actually make really good use of it to promote them themselves and their brand, but I just can't get into it, man. I have people all the time trying to tell me I need to get on TikTok. I need to go I'm like, you know what? I don't care if it does make me sound like a AARP card hold, card carrying member. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting on TikTok. I'm too damn old for that. We're too old for this stuff. He said stuff, kids.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just I
0: just can't. I can't with all these apps
2: smartphones just can't anymore see i'm not even as much of like anti-social media as you and andy but i'm anti-tiktok
4: i like like instagram about it i barely ever get on that
2: occasionally there are funny memes kyle says that but he he was on instagram today
0: I was, you. I was
2: looking at memes. You, you didn't realize that they have now a function. If you go to the uh, Mm -hmm. the uh, messages, you can see who's active. And I said, "Oh, Kyle says he's not on social media, but conveniently he's on it right now."
0: Bailey sent me a thing, uh, some dog eating uh, whipped cream. So I watched it and then got on the memes page. Got in the channels, the meme channels.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but either way. This year's worst song of the year from the country and cold cans team is fancy. Like we just got one question for you, Walker Hayes.
4: Come on, on, man.
2: (laughs) What were you thinking? (laughs) What were you thinking? Yeah, it's awful song. But anybody have any last thoughts on that before we move past this atrocity to the human ears?
1: Yeah. (laughs) All
2: right. So this leads us into the main thing that we wanted to be able to kind of like highlight today. And if you've listened to more than one episode of country and cold cans, you know that we absolutely love this record and we, is something that we've been really high on since the very beginning, but it's time for our 2021 album of the year from the team here at country and cold cans. And it is none other than, in my opinion, the best record of the last year from Morgan Wade reckless. So I know that Kyle, you guys have some, uh, some thoughts prepared on, on why this was our collective favorite record of the year. I'll turn Uh, it over to you guys.
0: Yeah. I I have to say it's our favorite just because one, uh, we're three very different people and who can never seem to agree on anything. Um, So I thought it spoke volumes that all three of us were so high on it. Uh, Two, I give it, Top-notch uh, marks, just because it came out of the gate, it wasn't even one of those slow, slow burn albums that at first I'm kind of blah on it, and then it just grows on me. I mean, this was like from the first playthrough, it was just phenomenal, and it's even more impressive. This is our first album, so I mean, we I have nothing but top-notch marks to say on it. Um, if you want our full in-depth thoughts, you can always find our review podcast we did what seems like a year six years ago was actually was only nine months ago in March. Yeah. Uh but I said it this song this album just slaps and even Bailey will listen to it.
2: Really? Bailey likes it.
0: Yes. She she doesn't hit skip when I play this album in the truck. Oh well, that's good. That's high marks. High marks from a hard <laughs> woman to please.
2: <laughs> Andy
4: This like the album, like Kyle said, dude. Like it was hot from the first listen, and it just simply has not faded at all. The songs are just as good nine months later as they were when they started, and it's the writing is so solid all the way through. Like I wrote this down because this these lyrics right here still stand out to me. It's like from "Don't Cry," like the at some point your hero must die to escape the hands of time. I still don't even know what that means. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, yeah nine months later still haven't figured it out still probably possibly my favorite line from the entire year
2: yeah the the thing that kind of gets me about this song like like i said uh back on the original pop when we talked about this record when it dropped From the very first song, Wilder Days just grabs you. I think that was the perfect song for it to like be started uh, to start off the kick off the album track list with. It just grabs you and gives you this story from a different perspective um, that you're used to not hearing. But at the same time, the reason sonically, I think this album is fantastic. It's not straight up country. It's not really straight up rock and roll. It's, it's got some country influences here and there, like uh, especially on things like, um, like met you to close out the song. And then there's like a straight up pop song with last cigarette, which is still a good song. But I think the, the, uh, this is kind of a, along the lines of like that country influenced heartland rock kind of sound that I really, really dig. And one of the things that I really, um, think that why this song kind of stood the test of time throughout the year and why it remained my, it kind of became my wire to wire favorite. It's like being in basketball and you ha- start off the season ranked number one and the year ranked number one. They went wire to wire. That's what this record was for me because early on, I had a couple of songs that I really, really liked at first. Like Wilder Days, obviously, Don't Cry and Other Side were some early favorites. But the more you listen to the song, the more you develop an appreciation for the other songs. And then your favorites even kind of change a little bit. I used to not always get or or dig uh, matches and metaphors as much. But lately, that's been the one that I've played the most. It's just like uh, throughout the year, my favorite song on the album has changed so much. And that just speaks to the overall quality from track one through the, uh, through track 10 that this album carries. And like Andy said to, to his point about like the songwriting, the songwriting holds up, man. And um, it, it, it's like, she, she's able to, to uh, tell, Good stories within the song. It's not just like, you know, fancy like Applebee's on a date night. I mean, she's not just listing off uh, things to try to get onto an Applebee's commercial for the TikTokers. But this song, it, I mean, this record carries a lot of weight, and it was actually named the um, Rolling Stone number one album of 2021 for country music. So it's pretty cool, man. Like I, I, I implore everyone. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've definitely have listened to Morgan Wade by now. But if you haven't, get on that because I'm very excited to see. Where her career is going to go? She's like signed to a major label now. They sent Wilder Days to radio. I'm interested to see like what kind of um, impact that's going to have there. If they, I mean, if we can start getting people like Morgan Wade and Tyler Tilders played alongside the Walker Hazes, I count that as a massive win. I, I'm not ever somebody that wants to try to eliminate pop country, right? Because pop country has always been there. It always will be there. I like it when there's better pop country because there are some guys out there that I and uh, females out there that, that I, I like their music, even though it leans a little bit into the pop country world. But it, as long as there's space for everyone and the Morgan Wades get played alongside the, um, you know, the Walker Hayes, I, I count that as a win. And I, I think that's the whole point of what a lot of us are seeking to try to get out of pushing this kind of music and trying to get the the awareness out there that better music does exist.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I you know it's like one of those like you know the the pop country it's unfortunate but it's like it's like college sports you know football pays the bills for everything else right now so you kind of just you kind of have to accept it it's going to be there sure you have to like it but and that's not gonna be sad i don't like football you know i love college football but you know people are always like well so and so I'm like yeah but that's sports there
2: because football pays the bills oh 100% i mean it's like I mean, it, not to get on a tangent on that but like most but basketball programs make money but there's only one baseball program that makes money in the country and i think that's like lsu to your point yeah. football pays the bills so like the folks that really want to make a big time with um financially and sell out stadiums you're probably going to have to go the pop country out but i wasn't even talking about the artists i was more talking about the record labels oh uh, yeah i get what you're saying yeah the record labels
0: you know, like they got to pay the bills and, you know, it's good that there's a benefit and it's a, and it's a con, you know, the, they put out people like Walker Hayes, but they then use that money to sign people who re- make real good music.
2: Hopefully, uh, hopefully. They hopefully, just hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Ho- yeah. You're right. Ho-
0: yeah. Like I said, there's always a con to everything. Um, oh
2: yeah. It's just
0: one of those necessary evils you have to deal with. Unfortunately.
2: No, for sure. I mean, it was there a song that... Um, did, did, so for you two that have listened to it, uh, was, was your early favorites, did they remain your favorites or did it kind of shift around? Because I'm interested to see what you guys have to think about that.
0: Mm, if I recall, I believe my favorite from the get-go was uh, Matches and Metaphors. And mm-hmm. I think that probably stayed my favorite. Yeah, I'd probably say that was probably my favorite. It's the one I always just went back to. It's the one I always started the album with when I was listening through it. Yeah, uh, if I had to, if I had to pick a secondary. It might be, it might be other side. I really, I really vibe with that song too. But
4: i would say last cigarette i really did like the way that sounds i still do obviously it's no different that the way that song sounded i really dug that and i was matches and metaphors was another one that was pretty heavy on right out the gate but i'm don't cry is probably my favorite now just the writing of that i don't know if it necessarily grew on me but I got more intrigued the more i listened to it because i still don't entirely even understand what parts of that song are about and it still intrigues me i don't know it keeps bringing me back that aspect of it keeps bringing me back for nine months
2: Yeah, it's funny like i wish everyone could see um i I knew andy was gonna bring up last cigarette and i'm a big fan of that song too but it's really funny when you see uh truck driver andy sitting over there um and that song's playing he starts dancing he's like oh (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, <I> mean,
4: <laughs> it's a vibe isn't it, anyway? it really is I, like, I, I don't bad, blame bro.
2: you I don't blame yeah. you because the song mm-hmm. the song's a jam
4: I'll yeah. you, if i would tell you if I see her live I will be eyes closed hand in the air and that yeah. song <laughs> like man, man, I ain't even gonna even be,
1: gonna waste it tonight. I ain't even gonna be
4: ashamed about it <laughs> <laughs> that song sounds good we I have love your phone with your flashlight we haven't on. mentioned that yet mm-hmm. oh hell yeah. yeah I'll bring a lighter for
1: that
2: and he's like, I'll even smoke a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say. I, yeah. I mean,
1: that's what's Yeah.
4: So is uh, just so good. It really really is, there, you know, what? I'll start smoking.
2: This yeah. is like a, one of the few albums that comes out with, there isn't a, a skip on the album. It's very few mm-hmm. albums that I've ever listened to that. I can honestly say that about Turnpike is probably one of the only bands that I can say that doesn't have really a single skip for me, but this, even some of my favorite albums still have songs that I skip. The and debut, um, the,
0: the debut Dixie Chicks album is that way for me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unabashedly. You know, no shame.
2: Oh, no. It's a good record. Dixie yeah. Chicks used to be really, really good.
0: I think that debut album had four number ones on it, which yeah. is absurd.
2: Yeah. They, they sold a lot of records back then.
0: Yeah. It's but probably the only other album I can think of that's like that.
2: No. Yeah, but that's this year's Country and Coke cans album of the year is Reckless by Morgan Wade. So I know that we've all got a little bit of, you know, honorable mentions of something that was a favorite of ours that um I'm throwing it over to Kyle First Carter. If you've got something that it was a record you really enjoyed or even just a song you really enjoyed, because I know you weren't prepared for <laughs> for this aspect of the show. But um, it, I'll throw it over to you. Um, in the the rounds here of discussion, but Kyle, if you have an honorable mention, you want to talk about that for you personally was one of your favorite records of the year.
0: Uh, yeah, mine goes uh, to Austin Mead, um, Black Sheep. It has some skips on it, I will say that, but it has it probably has four just bangers on it. I mean, it's got Happier Alone, Good Side, Line to Myself. And then, if you count the Co Wetzel one, which I don't really, know, it it's a, it's a separate single, but that and like I said, Austin Mead kind of came out of nowhere for me this year too. Um, we, I was a big fan of the uh, via Valentine yeah Valentine's Day when um he dropped we, the re, we, we dropped the remix yeah. with uh Co uh Co, <clears throat> so and I really really vibe with uh. Good side, because I've told D uh this in private i I kinda uh it's a personal flaw I kinda am skeptical of some people's uh mental health things, which is a <laughs> but you know that that song kinda changed my thought process on it a little bit. I think you know like I said it sounds really bad to say, but I think some people use it as a crutch, and that that, that the song good side really kind of changed my perspective on that. Uh, Now some people deal with certain things. So I I take that as a personal growth, personal growth. Yeah. And I think I I give almost all that credit to that one song. So I think that uh, certainly counts for something.
2: Testament to good music when it forces you to think about something and possibly uh, causes you to either, either grow or change your mind about something that you might think you might not have always gotten right. So yeah. 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 So I, I, I,
0: for that reason alone, I mean, that, not many songs change my opinions on things.
4: So yeah, well done Austin. Mee.
2: All right. So Andy, what about you? Do you have a personal honorable mention?
4: Yeah. I, well, one I'll, I'll back up Kyle's on this one uh, as well on black sheet. uh, you know, I can't, I would be surprised if Logan doesn't concur on this cause it is sad boy rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to not like some sad boy rock and roll, but uh I'll have to, if we're doing personal favorites, I would, this one is such a giant shock to me, but I I can't do a personal favorite and not mention Dangerous. I would have been, uh, there is this, I would have told you, you're flat out lying if you would have said that would have been my number one artist for the year in my entire life.
2: And this is the moment that half our, our audience lying. clicked off of this episode of the podcast.
4: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no,
3: no, I they, they haven't gotten to my options yet. That's when they'll
1: click off. <laughs> hey, but
4: he's, Number one streamed, number one album, just number one, but also number one on my, uh, I was going to say number one in my heart, but we're not going to say that. That's not what I was looking for. Uh, Number one on my, uh, what's that, uh, Spotify rap? Didn't see that coming. Yeah,
2: because you, uh, I remember when the album first came out. Oh yeah, well, you liked about a quarter to half of it. And then you, you kind of like that kept listening to it. You kind of kept listening to it. And then you started texting. You were like, you know what? Some of these songs are kind of growing on me. Some of They're not that bad. And then it, by the end of the year, you were just like, you know what? I really like this, <laughs> that album yeah. a lot. But, but yeah.
1: Carter. This better um, be 20 years old or you're fired it can't be 20 years old
3: if it's song of song album of the year classic rock if it's less than 20 that's true some people is 25 and i I subscribe to that theory but anyway um song of the year uh you know this year i kind of got a little bit more into there's a few songs on here that are from within the past 10 years lately i've been getting a little bit more into 90s rock kind of have to it's considered classic rock now um but honestly, and Logan's seeing this one coming from a mile away, um, song of the year is probably the highway kind by Josh Abbott band. Uh, that surprised me when I saw that Logan introduced me to the song, um, a few months ago. Uh, it's one of those songs that even though I'm not too much of a country guy, um, it's got a very Eagles like flair to it. it. It reminds me a lot of say peaceful, easy feeling, um, some of that style of Eagles. Um, never gets skipped when I'm playing my liked songs on Spotify. So it ended up at the top of my, my, uh, wraps as well. Um, album of the year I've also mentioned on multiple episodes at this point. Um, it's still the offspring, let the bad times roll. Um, great album to go with the times we're in. Uh, the offspring is just one of those bands that you just listen to when you're just in a fuck you kind of mood. You just want to listen to some harder <laughs> rock and just kind of drive a little faster than the speed limit while rocking out. Cody's uh, like, woo, 56. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's amazing that this band, even after their heyday of the mid to late 90s, has still essentially kept their same sound. Um, for most of these songs, a lot of these hit most of their high points. Some of them are a little more. Uh, out there, like we never have sex anymore, being a little bit more swingy to it. Um, but honestly, great album. There's a few on here I probably don't look, listen to all the time. uh Like, I don't really care about their cover of In the Hall of the Mountain King, but whatever. That's probably for some people, but a lot of
4: bangers on that one. So, what you're saying, Carter, is it was pretty fly for a white guy? It was pretty fly for a white guy.
2: I'm assuming that's one of their songs. That's a, that's, yeah, that's their one of the classic song. songs. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's
4: probably one of the most popular.
3: Yeah,
2: I can't of. say I've really ever listened to any of of their I would music. Be shocked
4: if you've never heard that song. I'm yes, sure I've heard I it. Too. I'm
2: saying like I haven't ever gone out of my way to listen to any of their music. I have to. I have to give it a shot though. They're worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So my honorable mention because I'm keeping it within like the country roots kind of world. I have some stuff in the pop world that I really really like this year, but uh, but in the country kind of roots kind of world that I. I tend to listen to the majority of that type of music. Um, my honorable mention personally is Ashlyn crafts traveling con came out in I think October um, she's on big loud records. So it's like a, it's, it's a mainstream label, but it's, it's like an independent mainstream label, if that makes sense. But <clears throat> the fantastic album, I think the songwriting's really good, especially when graded within the uh, confines of it being a mainstream release. But Song I like leaving you again and make it past Georgia are songs that just keep popping up that i I keep going back to from that album um it it has a i i love her um in the in the same way that I like about morgan wade i I love her voice because Ashland craft has kind of like this uh raspiness to her voice especially when when her pitch picks up <clears throat> and she um it she just has this rasp in her voice that I, I always have found very appealing in a lot of um uh woman singers. Uh, voices, but it's definitely one that I, I think is um it, it's worth checking out if you're an independent artist who doesn't like to give, or an independent uh, fan who doesn't like to give mainstream stuff a chance. This is one that I think could bridge the divide for a lot of people. Uh, so definitely check out Traveling Con by Ashland Craft, because that's my honorable mention for my my personal list of favorite records for the year.
4: Also a banger album.
2: Very much so. But... All right, well, do you guys have any other thoughts on any other things that would be worth mentioning or even Morgan Wade's Reckless?
0: Carter, what are you
3: buying us for Christmas this year? Not a damn thing. Yeah. Same as last year.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And the year before. All right, well.
2: Well, Carter, when we're all home for Christmas back in our hometown, we'll have to go down to the, the... We'll run a graphics studio aka Kyle's basement and cut a pod by your while we're all in town mm-hmm. I, I'm down for that yeah well we'll try to come up with some stuff that uh you know a little bit more about this time and <laughs> I won't I won't call you 10 minutes before we record but we you, just feel you know like fair this opportunity for to have you read fancy like was just too good so
4: that's that's fair but hey my girl she banging <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey 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 <laughs> <laughs> truck bed
0: squeaking
2: <laughs> truck bed squeaking all the way home all the way
4: home <laughs> the wheels on the bus go round and round
0: <laughs> you could almost say this was a chase race song
2: oh i i think it was it was worse than ready set roll
0: yeah that was pretty bad yeah, yeah.
2: but one last thought before we uh close things out i just watched the um the Sunday conversation with Caleb Presley from Barstool, hilarious. Yeah, he Rice. had he had, well, he had the one with Chase Rice was really funny, but he had Luke Combs on this past Sunday.
0: Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah, that one was really funny too. And I didn't realize that like Chase Rice, Luke Combs, and Caleb Presley all knew each other in high school, which is kind of interesting. That's a but, wild uh, club, yeah, yeah, for them to in Western North Carolina of all places. But but yeah, so definitely go check out the Sunday conversation with um, Luke Combs with Caleb Presley because that that was pretty funny. <laughs> so. It was mm-hmm. it, one aspect of it that was really funny. He was sitting there and he was like, uh, asking about, you know, why he has a fear of horses. And then he's like, but did you ever let the horse out of the barn? <laughs> and then it's like, he he transitions that reference into saying he exposed himself to everybody at the grand Ole opera. He's like, so why did you le- let the horse out of the barn? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part is the, uh, what's his name? Uh, something the, balls yeah he just sits there the fat guy sitting there eating ice cream the whole time
4: uh glenny balls yeah glenny, yeah, glenny balls, balls yeah
2: yeah because he and that's why it's called sunday conversation because it's spelled s-u-n-d-a-e <laughs> <laughs> caleb asked the questions and glenny balls eats ice cream <laughs> yeah
0: that, that, those are hilarious One they the, really are top-notch content
2: Yep. maybe next year uh We'll we'll rent rough and rowdy, and we'll live stream our reaction to it because that I saw clips oh. from it. and That just seems like a shit show. So. Oh, have you seen? Oh. I'm,
0: sorry. I'm sorry. Have you seen the midget boxing? No. Oh my god! It's oh, D Barry, just to sit down and hold your stomach because Yikes. you will. No, you'll laugh so hard. Oh, okay. Your stomach hurt. I have, I was crying laughing when I was watching it.
2: I thought that maybe they you were going to say they were punching each other in the glenny balls, and it was going to make me feel sick to my stomach. Oh
0: no! Between <laughs> between them two fighting and Portnoy commentating. Oh my goodness! I just is that
4: is Portnoy that from and Big Ruff Cat and and Rowdy too? Yeah, yeah. To me, yeah. every time I've heard of Rough and Rowdy, I don't see how this is even legal to have.
0: <laughs> I don't know how to do it, but they do it, and it's just they just get random people from across the country fight each other.
4: Yeah, don't they always do it yeah, yeah. like West Virginia all the time too? I don't know where they
0: do it. They've had more just,
4: than one in West Virginia, the trashiest place you could ever have it.
0: Yeah, you know, I think that's where they get half of the contestants.
2: It, it's hilarious because these dudes are just like normal guys. They go out there and then just start beating the shit out of each other. And yeah. then like they do post-match interviews like as WWE. But Carter, <laughs> imagine ECW back in the day, but way, way more profane.
3: So <laughs> it's easy, don't you?
2: It's about like... Like, the guy was just like, F you, man. F your family. He goes, I'm going to F your wife. She's going to suck my balls. <laughs> it's like stuff like close that. I, I'm just like, Lord have mercy. I was like, this would make Paul Heyman blush.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just top notch. Yeah, it's oh, so good. Please watch the midget fight.
2: <laughs> All right, I'll check that out. But but yeah, so close things out. Uh, this year's Country hands album of the year is Morgan Wade's Reckless. And our worst song of the year is that a Monstrosity of a shit song, fancy like by Walker Hayes. Well, for this episode of Country and Gold Cans, I'm Logan, sitting here with Andy, Kyle, and Classic Ryan Carter. We will mm-hmm. see you next time. One, two, three, four.